May 18, 2022. Um, this is a regular meeting of the Building Inspection Commission. I would like to remind everyone to please mute yourself if you're not speaking. Uh, the first item on the agenda is roll call. Um, Vice President Tim. Here. Um, Commissioner Alexander Toot. Here. Commissioner Epler. Here. Commissioner Newman. Here. And Commissioner Summer. Here. And, and President Beto is excused, and we have a quorum. And um, next is our uh, land acknowledgement. The Building Inspection Commission acknowledges that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatish Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land, and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramatish Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place, as well as for all peoples who reside in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatish Ohlone community and by affirming their sovereign rights as First Peoples. Thank you. Next is item two, um, findings to allow teleconference meeting under California Government Code Section 54953E. The commission will discuss and possibly adopt the resolution setting forth findings required under Assembly Bill 361 that would allow the BIC to hold meetings or for commissioners to attend meetings when necessary remotely according to the modified Brown Act teleconferencing set forth in AB 361. Is there um, a motion to adopt the findings? So moved. Is there a second? Second. And any public comment on the motion? Are all commissioners in favor? Yes. Aye. Aye. Thank you. And next for members of the public um, who will be attending the meeting remotely, the public comment call-in number is 415. 655-0001. The access code is 2486-339-7171. To raise your hand for public comment on a specific agenda item, press star three when prompted by the meeting moderator. And next is item three, um, President's open it remarks. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, I'm looking forward today's, to today's agenda and discussion and particularly interested in the racial equity plan update. Uh, growing up in Chinatown, I experienced firsthand, firsthand both, both overt cultural classes, clashes as well as less obvious but still present racism. Not every day, not with everyone. In fact, I didn't see it often, which made it more striking when these issues came up. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't hit it straight over, uh, straight, straight on, or invest time and resources into addressing the core causes. Um, so I want to thank the staff. I want to thank my fellow commissioners um, and, you know, for paying attention to these critical issues. And I look forward to getting started. Thank you. Thank you. Is there any public comment on the president's remarks? There's none. Okay, thank you. Um, next is item four, director's report. Um, 4A, director's update, Director O'Riordan. 
Uh, I just want to start by uh, announcing that we're uh, oh, I'm sorry, if you could uh, talk more into the mic, we're having a little bit of problem. Yeah. Good morning, um, Pre Vice President Tem and Commissioners. Uh, I want to start by announcing that we are creating uh, a small business inspectors ambassador program to help small businesses with the last mile issues that occasionally come up just before the issuance of a temporary certificate of occupancy or the certificate of occup occupancy itself. We know the time between build-out and opening is a high-stress period for new business owners. They're paying rent, they may have taken out substantial debt, uh, their shelves are stocked, and uh, staff is often already working. It's during this especially difficult moment that we want to make sure that they feel supported and are able to resolve outstanding issues quickly. Whether they're having trouble scheduling an inspection, don't understand how to address an outstanding code requirement, or simply need clarity about what they need to do to get the permit signed off. Starting at the end of May, we will assign two building inspectors to serve as these ambassadors, um, and that's in addition to their current duties. Uh, they will help troubleshoot the obstacles that uh, are involved in getting the permit completed and getting the occupancy approved and issued. We believe that most of the ambassador's work will center around internal coordination and communicating with the applicant. They will interact directly with their colleagues and the applicant to untangle knots and will report to our chief building inspector and deputy director for inspection services. They will not conduct inspections outside of their districts and will not supplant the assigned district inspector's review of the, of the work. Uh, which would determine the reform measures, uh, which would undermine the reform measures we've put in place over the past year. Uh, we have set up an email for the ambassadors and will provide their office phone lines should people prefer to contact them directly. We believe this uh, will be a valued and welcome addition to our customer support service, and we look forward to reporting back to you once the program is launched. Um, moving on, we... Um, we were, were, we were involved with the career fair, which was held on April 26th, uh, and I want to give you a brief update uh, on um, uh, how the, the, the fair itself went. Uh, we wanted to make sure people who were interested in potentially working at the department at DBI could speak directly with staff that were giving uh, out information that was, and that we were giving out information that was actionable and, and that they would simply remember us. So leading the charge was uh, Neville Pereira, our deputy director, who's here with us today. Um, we are, uh, obviously, we're looking to fill positions in permit services, but our team was well represented across the department with people from inspections, from intake, and our HR uh, folks were there as well. Um, and we gave information specific to the roles for which we are, we are, are and will be recruiting, inspectors, permit techs, and engineers as well as uh, we gave out tips for uh, applications and interviews with the city. We even use a QR code linked to the jobs page on our website, so potential candidates can easily learn more about our open positions. We got a ton of interest, and the mayor even stopped by. Um, Monique, if you can please share the picture uh, with the mayor. 
have that up, Sonia. Um, I don't know, did, Monique, do you have that picture? I don't know if she has a picture. Uh, I don't have a picture. Okay, well. Sorry uh, about that. The mayor was there, she joined us. Uh -huh. have very nice pictures. Mayor Selby. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, also, moving on to the fortune cookie. I believe you all have a fortune cookie. Did that happen? <laughs> okay, so at any rate, uh, uh, each of you uh, will be provided with a fortune cookie, which you don't have right now. And uh, please open the fortune cookie. Uh, and instead of giving away a pen or something, we wanted to convey a sense of opportunity and uh, remind people to check out our jobs page. Um, when you open the fortune cookie, you'll see that there's a, there's a QR code in there that connects you to our, uh, our HR uh, opportunities. All in all, it was a good event, and uh, we're hopeful that our efforts will help to continue to attract strong candidates to the department. Um, and uh, regarding the public advisory forum, um, also in late April, we held a public advisory forum, which was attended by about 60 people. Katie Tang, the new director of uh, the Office of Small Business, gave an update on new small business services available in the Permit Center. She also spoke about grants that are now available to help small businesses who need to make these accessibility improvements um, that, are, um, that are related to the Accessible Business Entrance Program, or the ABE program. Um, the Permit Center um, also spoke to, uh, spoke to and answered questions, uh, and the SFPUC shared information about recent changes in uh, the non-potable water ordinance. Um, we continue uh, to believe these forums present an opportunity for DBI to hear from uh, our community members and to share what we are doing so we can uh, improve our service. Our next uh, public advisory forum uh, will be held August uh, 31st, and uh, that's my report, and uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, our next item is 4B, um, update on major projects. Thank you. Um, this is an update on uh, major projects. A major project is defined as construction valuation greater than five million. And this represents the, the change in uh, between, between April and uh, March. And what's represented here is a 0 0.07 uh, uh, change in, in construction valuation, which is, uh, and then we have a total number of units that came online, and that was 0.29% less in April than March. So uh, I just want to state that uh, we will be upgrading this, um, this presentation for next month. We have uh, a new way of going about it that will, be, um, that will be far easier for you to understand and it will make a lot more sense and we'll have pictorial representations of some of these projects and it, it will. So that's underway. Expect to see it next month. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you, Director. Um, our next item then is item uh, C, update on DBI's finances. We're um, actually going to continue this item till to next month. Thank you. 
Um, so the uh, next one is 4D, um, update on proposed or recently enacted state or local legislation. Sonia, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, good morning, commissioners. I'm Christine Gasparic, assistant director. Um, I wanna start by introducing you to our new legislative affairs manager, Ray Law. Ray, uh, he should be out in the audience there. Please stand up and wave. Uh, Ray joined us two days ago, um, and we're thrilled he's here. <laughs> he previously, he's worked for the city and county of San Francisco for more than a decade. He was most recently the deputy director at the Office of Cannabis, and before that, a legislative aide for Katie Tang when she was a supervisor. So um, we're thrilled he's here. Welcome aboard, Ray, and uh, he'll be presenting this to you next month. Uh, so for the legislative update today, I want to highlight a couple of items. Earlier this month, the Government Audit and Oversight Committee held a hearing on the city's electric vehicle fleet to determine the progress of achieving an electric vehicle only fleet. In the next few years, DBI plans to acquire between two and six new electric vehicles, converting up to half of our sedan fleet to electric vehicles. Also earlier this month, the mayor signed the ordinance amending the building code to require owners and covered contractors of residential construction projects to file a labor compliance bond as a condition of receiving a permit for construction. Uh, and finally, also earlier this month, the mayor signed the settlement in the Richards case. Uh, that concludes my presentation. I'm available for any questions. Thank you. Any questions, Commissioner? Okay. Thank you, Thank you um, Assistant Director. Okay, our next item is uh, 4E, update on code enforcement. Good morning, Commissioners. Uh, Joe Duffy, Deputy Director of Inspection Services. I'd like to give you some uh, inspection numbers and code enforcement updates for April. Um, our Building Inspection Division performed 5,295 inspections. Electrical Inspection Division, 3,082 inspections. And plumbing Inspection, 2,655. That was a total of 11,032 inspections for April for those three divisions. Our Housing Inspection Services performed 716 uh, inspections. They received 280 complaints, and complaints with, with the uh, NOVs issued was 117. Um, for our Code Enforcement Division, we sent 111 cases to for a director's hearings. We had 40 orders of abatement issued, and we had 195 cases abated in April. Um, that concludes my uh, update. If anyone has any questions, I'm happy to answer them. Thank you. Thank you. Um, is there um, any public comment on the director's report items for A through E? Um, there's no public present. Uh, Monique, is there any public comment online? No, there is not. Okay. <clears throat> I found the picture, by the way. Oh, okay. Are you able to share that? Let me see. Just one second. Okay. Can you see it? Yes. So there's the, the picture of the mayor that uh, Director O'Riordan uh, mentioned earlier. Very nice. Very nice picture. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. So our next item then is item five, um, general public comment. 
the BIC will take public comment on matters within the commission's jurisdiction that are not part of this agenda. Is there any general public comment? There are no hands raised. Okay, thank you. Um, so the next item is item six, um, discussion regarding DBI's racial equity plan, goal number seven, boards and commissions and efforts to meet goals and deadlines. Um, Commissioner Alexander Tudor, take the lead on this. Thank you. Um, thank you, uh, Commissioners, and thank you, Madam Secretary. So I'm going to give a little bit of background on the. You could, uh, talk into the mic a little louder. Sorry. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> You're right. These are okay. Um, I can. Is this better? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give a little bit of the background as to what this racial equity plan is, and then um, in the supporting documents, you have the. Uh, outline of what the commission, what our, what our commitments are. So in July 2019, the Office of Racial Equity, or ORE, was created by ordinance and adopted by the Board of Supervisors. The ORE is a division of the Human Rights Commission, it's a, which is part of the city, a city department. The ORE was legislated to respond to address the history of structural and institutional racism in the city and county of San Francisco um, in the dealing of services to the public and in our own internal practices and systems. The ORE has the authority to enact a citywide racial equity framework and to direct departments, such as the D DBI, to direct and implement mandated racial equity action plans and to analyze the desperate in impacts of pending ordinances as well as uh, various other policies and reporting functions. The ORE requires that city departments designate employees as racial equity leaders acting as a liaison to the office and requires um, the Department of Human Resources to assess and prioritize racial, um, racial equity in um, the city's workforce uh, um, recruitment programs. ORE can make budget recommendations should racial equity um, measures and metrics not be met. So they do, like if, you know, they do have that authority to review it, not to, we, we have the authority to adopt the budget, but they can make recommendations to us. Um, and so finally, the REAP, um, which is the Racial Equity Action Plan was adopted. Help me, Sonia. I actually didn't see that. Is it in 2020, it was, early um, 2020? At the end of 2020. Yeah, okay. and um, and we have made progress so far. So the, um, the REAP is, di is divided into sections based on who in the department is responsible. And section seven is our section as the commission. And so there's, um, there's some items that we have already worked on. So we, you know, we reviewed our bylaws and rules um, and our procedures uh, and amended those uh, with, you know, with a racial uh, equity lens. Um, we've also adopted a resolution, uh, uh, which we do every opening, where we, um, we do our land acknowledgement. So, um, and then th we also, uh, we don't have the authority, although it's in here, to, um, it's not it's not our authority to um, to make, but the city has enacted um, the uh, the removal of citizenship as a requirement to sit on a commission. And there's also we are supposed to pass a resolution, um, which I'm not seeing on this list. So maybe it's in a different section actually. Uh, but we did also pass a resolution acknowledging and committing ourselves to uh, racial equity. Um, as you know, in our in our actions as a department, so the ones that are outstanding for us to to think about is um, 
and some of this might just be for reporting purposes. So I should say, actually, we're actually in phase one of the racial equity action plan. So phase one is really kind of like looking internally and phase two will be looking externally. So right now, the phase that we're in is really looking at like, what are our processes? What are the things that we do um, kind of internally and try, you know, try to implement policies and make changes that um, align with those values. And then there'll be a next phase that will come out and uh, kind of a new addition to the REAP that will look at more external services. Um, so at this point, so uh, they were supposed to determine and regular, so I'm looking at 721, which is um, determine a regular and standardized protocol for accommodation requests centering people with disabilities, working people, and parents. And the indicators would be the, uh, the diversity of the board and commission and implementation of inclusive pro protocols. Um, I don't think that we're far from this, and I know that we offer, uh, they give examples like translation and ASL interpretation and video conferencing, but there might be some of our protocols that we can review and see if there's any, um, anything we can do to alter those um, to, to make them more in line with our goals. Uh, and the second was to commit to ongoing racial equity training which I believe that we are required to 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 attest. Um, yes, Secretary, but, um, can you, the com can you commissioners that? are re are required to do that now. Yeah, we're part required of the onboarding. That. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I believe that those are those are the two that are outstanding. But I, you know, I, I'm curious if if other eyes looking on this have other you know have. Uh, found things that were curious, or um, I'm, I'm excited to hear my fellow commissioners' discussion. Yeah, that's all, it's a, that's the initial presentation. I look forward to, okay. to hearing yeah. from you and, and adding to the discussion. I just want to applaud you and Commissioner Summer. I know both of you. The land acknowledgement is everything we do, and and you know bringing light to not just racial equity but gender equity too. Um, and I thought, applaud the department for being receptive and working on this together with the commission and, and so yeah, you know, positive traction. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you. Yes. Commissioner Thank you. Oh, is there oh, any comment, Commissioner Sun? Uh, thank you, Commissioner Alexander Toot. I appreciate the summary um, and look forward to continuing our, our sort of advancement of this. Regarding the um, specific um, item that you had called attention to 7.2.1, which was determining regular and standardized protocols for accommodation requests, um, centering around people with disabilities, working people, parents, etc. I wonder if, um, I mean, I, I just want to maybe say out loud um, that I would welcome input. I think, you know, a lot of um, the difficulties are, are around diversity set, uh, type initiatives are getting the people who benefit from these initiatives at the table to weigh in and provide the input that would be helpful in knowing what exactly we are missing. Um, so, you know, in terms of, I know that when I read this item, I think of um, remote access um, as one item. And I know we've talked about that. I love now that, you know, people can call into our meetings if you're, you know, if you're having not just COVID concerns, but potentially other um, access issues to co actually coming here in person. Um, I would encourage any members of the public or, or anyone on this commission, um, you know, if there are th 
items along those lines where you know of someone or you see someone who, um, or you are someone who has one of these concerns to bring that to our attention. I think that's, it's the hardest thing is to try to put yourself in everyone's different shoes to address, you know, different concerns. And, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know that, you know, we, we can't do all the things all the time. However, I think getting the input from all the people is um, very helpful. So I would, I would encourage further discussion and further consideration of um, any other perspectives. Thank you, Commissioner Summer. Did any other commissioners have any comments regarding that? Thank you. Okay, thank you everyone for the uh, discussion and we'll um, continue to work on uh, the goals, these goals. Is there any uh, public comment on item six? Uh, there are no hands raised. Okay, thank you. Then the next item is item seven, commissioners questions and matters. 7A, inquiries to staff. At this time, commissioners may make inquiries to staff regarding various documents, policies, practices, and procedures which are of interest to the commission. There are no inquiries at the time. Any, Any inquiries, anyone, or questions? Okay. Um, then seeing- Commissioner Oh, no, this is not an inquiry. It's okay. Oh, okay, then item B, is future meetings and agendas. At this time, the commission may discuss and take action to set the date of a special meeting and or determine those items that could be placed on the agenda of the next meeting and other future meetings of the Building Inspection Commission. And our next uh, regular meeting is on June 15th. And did you have any comment, Commissioner? Any? Commissioner Summer. Nope. Hello. Um, I have been joining the Code Advisory uh, Committee recently since I've joined this commission um, as, as much as I can just to sort of um, see what they are doing and sort of listen to, to those discussions. Um, they've been really uh, interesting and, and helpful for me. Um, they did mention at their last meeting, which was last week, they had a really nice list, two-page list of a lot of the things they've discussed and um, you know, sent opinions about or, or enacted, you know, information, or done things about. <laughs> They've had a nice list uh, presented at their last meeting and they suggested maybe bringing it to the Building Inspection Commission just to sort of let us know. And I thought that was a great idea, um, I, especially because there are, again, new commissioners. I know last year we did a um, little summary of what all the different subcommittees that are, you know, part of this commission do. I thought maybe it would be good to pass that around again. Um, so I just wanted to bring it up as a potential agenda item if we want to um, discuss that again. If I don't know if that means getting someone from that committee to just present that or if it's just sending over the list just for our reference. Um, but it was a nice list. They've done some great work and talked about some really, um, you know, important items. Um, and I think it's helpful as part of this commission to see what the subcommittees are doing and just sort of understand more about that. That was a suggestion. Thank you. It's a great idea. Um, Commissioner Tuke. Uh, yes, thank you. Um, this was kind of inspired by some of the discussion that happened uh, 
and some of Commissioner uh, Bauman's comments um, during the abatement appeals co um, committee. Uh, I'd like to have us a, a discussion of when we, uh, of what a, is there a, of a policy to um, provide kind of comprehensive city resources when we find that there are, you know, uh, over permitting issues that especially when they are affecting tenants. And um, I think this would be, you know, just uh, and to have to have a, a policy that um, that we provide those kinds of resources, kind of at the at the earliest um, possible moment um, in that in the process for homeowners to be able to um, to make the to to access resources if they are eligible and to to know um, have have the best the best information um, to cure their violations. Thank you. And are there any other um, commissioner comments? And if there aren't any items at this time, you're always welcome um, in between now and then the next couple of weeks to um, email me or call me if you have any items for the uh, next upcoming agenda. So is there any public comment on agenda item 7A and B? There are no hands raised. Thank you. So next is a review and approval of the minutes of the regular meeting of April 20th, 2022. Um, I just wanted to state that there is one correction that I, I have to, um, to a motion on page eight. I'll be adding this motion. So it will say Vice President Tam made a motion seconded by President Beto to adopt the amendments in the building code to give jurisdiction to the fire code. So that, uh, that sentence will be added. And with the addition of that, is there um, a motion to approve the minutes? Motion to approve with the modified changes. And is there a second? Second. Is there any public comment on the minutes? There are no hands raised. Okay, I'm seeing none. Then are all commissioners in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Okay, thank you. Then the minutes will be approved. Yeah, that's that's the language he provided. Yeah, the language I read was was provided by city attorney. <laughs> Thank you. And next is item nine, adjournment. Is there a motion to adjourn? Motion to adjourn. And second, all in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you. We are now adjourned. It is eleven oh four a.m. Thank you. Thank you, everyone.